0: there's an old phrase we've all heard. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never harm me. Although that phrase was first coined way back in 1862, it still holds true today over 160 years later. But it really doesn't feel that way sometimes, does it? Although it doesn't seem logical, the words other people use with you can have an incredible amount of power over you. Just a word or two can change the trajectory of your whole day. Welcome to the MindWrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next-level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the MindWrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Silover. Thanks so much for stopping in. If you're a returning listener and haven't done so already, please take a minute and click the follow or subscribe button and then rate and review the show. When you rate and review the show, the algorithms for Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and all the other platforms will see that it's valuable and show it to more people that have never seen it before. And hopefully it can help them too. I would really, really, really appreciate your help sharing this word with your friends and family as well. And if you're a brand new listener, welcome. I hope you find something of value here that helps you in your personal or professional life as well. Please make sure to click the subscribe or follow button so you never miss another episode. I'm sure every single one of us at one time or another have had someone say something to us that instantly makes us mad or defensive or maybe embarrassed or ashamed or triggers some type of negative emotion within us, right? You've heard a sentence, sometimes just a single word, or been called a name that will bother you for the rest of the day. Hell, sometimes the rest of the week, those words will stick in your head. You know what I mean? Have you ever said something in the heat of an argument to someone close to you? Something that you regret immediately as soon as it leaves your lips. That just seems to devastate your significant other or a teammate or maybe your child and causes them to go quiet and not even look at you for probably the rest of the day or sometimes two. Have you ever been on the receiving side of the scenario? You know you have, right? I know it's happened to me hundreds of times. Well, There's an old phrase we've all heard. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never harm me. Although that phrase was first coined way back in 1862, it still holds true today, over 160 years later. But it really doesn't feel that way sometimes, does it? Although it doesn't seem logical, the words other people use with you can have an incredible amount of power over you. Just a word or two can change the trajectory of your whole day. You could be having a great, super productive, awesome day, and then one sentence or one phone call from someone could trigger your emotions and ruin your whole day. Likewise, your words could destroy someone else's world just as easy. So why do we let this happen to us? We have thousands of words float through our ears every single day. Why do we let certain ones trigger us? On the positive side of the subject... Your words of encouragement or praise or of love or approval of others have great power as well and can flip someone's mental state from bad to great just as easily and just as quickly. The power works both ways. How can some words have so much power? Well, this week, I'm sharing a clip from one of my all-time favorite podcasters, Rob Dial. In fact, if it weren't for me discovering Rob's podcast, The Mindset Mentor, over three years ago, You wouldn't be listening to the sound of my voice on the wrench today. I was inspired by what he was doing, the messages he was sharing, and it sparked something in me that made me want to help people with my messages. In this episode, Rob dives into the power of words and how to avoid letting them control your emotions, how to realize that they're just sounds, and how you have the ability to not let them ruin your day. There's also a couple of really good quotes towards the end from Viktor Frankl that really hit home as well. Here's Rob. Today, we're going to be talking about the power
1: of words. We're going to be talking about the power of the words that you use. But we're also going to be talking about the power of the words that people use around you. Because words themselves can have so much power, but words can also have no power. None. And it's kind of crazy when you start to think of it, because you realize that words only have power when you give them power. So when you say something to somebody, it could mean nothing to them or it could mean everything to them. Someone can came, come up to you right now and call you a name. and it has absolutely no effect on you. None. Not even a little bit. Someone can come up and say something to you, and you can just be like, that's kind of weird. I wonder why they said that. Well, okay. And you go on about your day, and you never think about it again. But someone could also come up to you and say something And it could trigger you completely. It could set you off. It could ruin your whole day. Shit, it could ruin your whole week. You could think about it seven days from now. Why did that person say that thing to me? Interesting. Have you ever thought about why that is? How some words can have no power over you. They mean nothing. And then some words can have massive amounts of power over you. And it can completely ruin your day. You can think about it a week later. You could be pissed off in four or five days. I get messages all the time. It's always something like this. Hey, Rob, how can I not let other people affect my mindset? My mom says this, this, this. How can I not let her affect my mindset? My my girlfriend's this way. How can I not let her affect my mindset? Hey, my uh, father acts like this. How can I not? You know, my father thinks that I'm a failure, blah, blah, blah. And I, so I get all these messages on Instagram, you know, I don't have, if I'm being honest, I don't have time to reply to everybody, but I see them all come in and I read them and then create podcast episodes usually from what I read on Instagram. So, you know, if you want me to do a podcast episode, send me an Instagram message. But you know, the thing is that that's interesting about it though, is that I get these messages of how can I not let this other person ruin my mindset? That's basically the, the, all of them together summarized, right? And my response to you, if you feel like that's a question that you have a question on, is the person doesn't ruin your mindset. They don't. The person has absolutely no effect on you. No matter what happens, if you have no response to somebody or a massive response to somebody, they have no effect on your mindset. They didn't ruin your mindset. They didn't ruin your day. You ruined your mindset. You ruined your day.
0: Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, How come I'm not further along than this? Or why can't I ever seem to get ahead? Are you frustrated with life, unsure of your future, wanting to make a change in your current situation, but too scared to make that next move? Maybe you want to reach that next level in life or in your business, but not sure what the right move is. Or maybe you feel the best thing to do is nothing at all. Many of you may not know, but along with hosting my own weekly podcast, I'm a personal development, mindset, business and life coach where I focus on helping people with self-development, mindset, and how to make positive changes in their lives. And trust me, with all the negativity we've had to deal with these past two years, I think we all need some positivity. A positive change and a fresh approach to our life or our business in 2022. Sometimes talking to the right person can make all the difference. If you really want to start making those changes in your life, take action right now. Reach out and email, text, call, or direct message me as soon as possible. Do it right now. I'll set you up with a free consultation call and pre-qualify you for either the one-on-one or business coaching that you really need to get your life or your business on the right track to success. Appointments are available right now.
1: If the person who came up to you and said words ruined your mindset and they came up and you know maybe they said, oh, your, your face is so ugly and maybe you have some sort of uh, insecurity around what you look like, it could ruin your, your day. But if that person came up to you and said the exact same thing, but in a different language that you don't speak, that would have no effect on you, which shows you that you put the actual meaning into the words. You'd have no reaction if it was in a different language. So it's not necessarily the words is what we're coming at, right? It's not the words. It's what you think of the words, but it's also what you think of yourself. It's what you think of the words and what you think of yourself. And this is really important to understand. Words only hurt to the degree at which you already believe them. Oh, shit, that's a smack in the face, isn't it? The words that somebody says to you only hurts to the degree at which you already believe them. So once again, like I said, if someone comes up to you and says, your face is ugly, you are the ugliest person I've ever seen, and you have really high like like, like self-esteem, Someone comes out to me and says, oh, you're, you're ugly. All right, cool. Thanks. That's your opinion. But if somebody has like really low self-esteem and they're looking in the mirror constantly and they're talking trash to themselves and someone comes up to you and says, you're ugly. You're one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. Your face is disgusting. And they believe that already before the person says it. Well, guess what? It's going to hurt. And it will hurt to the degree at which you already believe it. So like I've, I've given this example probably like 20 times in this podcast over the past eight years, maybe even more. But the way this really like started clicking for me was a story that my friend had told one time when I was at an event he was speaking at. And he was talking about his his first mentor. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you could probably tell the story as well as I can. But let's just go over it one more time because sometimes it hits differently when you hear it at a different time. One of my friends, he's walking down the street with his mentor. He's 24, 25 years old at this time with his mentors in his 40s. And he's already doing over a million dollars in his business. Business is already super successful. It's doing well. His mentor says to him, he goes, man, your business is doing so well. He's like, you must be so proud of yourself. And he's like, not really, man. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, every time I get an email about, uh, about somebody not liking the product or that it broke or that the shipping didn't come in the way that they wanted. And I get all of these responses. I just, I honestly just think of shutting it down. And his mentor, without skipping a beat, goes, yeah, because you're insecure. My friend's like, what are you talking about? He goes, you are insecure. And the reason why this hurts is because you already are insecure about your business. He's like, let me give you an example. We're walking down the street right now. What if a lady comes up to you right now and she says, oh my God, you have the ugliest pink hair I've ever seen. What are you going to think? He goes, well, I'm not not really going to think anything of it. He goes, why aren't you going to think anything of it? He goes, well, because I don't have pink hair. He goes, oh yeah, you're not going to think anything of it because you don't think that you have pink hair, but you'll think something of it and you'll get caught up in the story and you'll get caught up in the words when someone doesn't like your product because you're insecure around your product, you're insecure around your business. So the reason why you are offended by what someone else is saying is because you actually already believe what that person is saying. I want you to take a step back and like actually think about this. Whatever triggers you is something that you already believe about yourself. And we'll talk about triggers in just a second. But when someone comes up to you and says something, it's not them that's the problem. It's you that's the problem. We are always the problem. You are the problem to everything in your life. You're also the solution to everything in your life. The faster that you learn that, the faster that you really understand that, the faster that you really get that into your soul, the faster your life will start to change. If someone came up to me in the street and just called me fat... I wouldn't think anything of it because I would probably laugh because I just don't view myself as someone who's fat. But if someone gets highly offended by it, it could be because they're fat. But there are also people who are not fat that think that they are fat. And so what it comes down to is what you actually believe about yourself. That's what it comes down to. It doesn't matter what someone's body looks like. There's some people that are overweight that wouldn't give a shit. Some people who are not overweight, they'll be like, oh my God, I look so fat today. So if someone gets highly offended by it, it's because they're saying words to them that they already believe about themselves. And really, this is a definition of being triggered. Being triggered is one of the best things that could possibly happen to you if you look at it the right way. Now, you might be like, that doesn't make any sense. It does make sense when you hear me explain it, right? Because being triggered is a gift. If somebody triggers you, they don't deserve to be slapped. They don't deserve for you to be pissed. They deserve a hug. They deserve a high five from you, whatever it is, because that person is basically the universe coming to you in the form of a human in front of your face to show you where you are not free. It is a place where you are stuck in your own mind, whether what you believe about yourself, what you believe about the world, what you believe about people around you. Whenever you are triggered by something, that is the universe, God, whatever you want to believe in, coming to you. And a physical manifestation of a human to show you where you are stuck, where you are not free. Because ultimately, that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to get free, free from ourselves, free from our minds. We're trying to build a life of freedom, aren't we? They're showing you a place where you're stuck in your own head. They're showing you a place where you have given up your own sovereignty as a sovereign being and said, "I'm just going to let everybody else control the way that I feel based off of what they say." Because they're just words. You know, there's a a quote that's perfectly about this. I probably said it 150 times in this podcast by Eleanor Roosevelt, and she says, "No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. You are deciding, even if you're not realizing that's just conscious decision. You are subconsciously deciding. I'm going to give up control of how I feel based off of what other people say to me. I'm going to let other people control the way that I feel." That's basically what you're saying unconsciously. Oh, this person says this word. I'm going to be mad about it. They're in control of my feelings now. That's what it comes down to. You have to be the one to take control of your feelings again. Viktor Frankl, who I would say is probably the best person to learn from as far as how to learn and grow, because this guy was a psychologist who was in Nazi prison prison camps like Auschwitz, and he lived through them and he saw people go through them, and he was already a psychologist before, so he was able to see. People and the way they act, people who are in the camps, but people who are also running the camps. It was able to kind of see both sides of the extremes of humans, right? And one of the things that he says, there's a great book on it if you want to read his book. Um, it's called Man's Search for Meaning. It's really short, really, um, I don't want to say easy read. It is easy to read, but it is a hard read because he tells you some stuff about what happened to him and other people around him that is pretty hard to, to stomach. But He says, when you look at your life, he says, between stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our freedom. So let me let me take that that quote again and break it down for you. Between stimulus and response, something happening and you responding to it, there's a space. It could be a tenth of a second. But in that space is our power to choose our response. Our power to choose our response. And in the response lies our growth and our freedom. What is he saying? He's saying no matter what happens to you, you are the one that's in control of how you respond. You're also the one that's in control of how you feel. And if you're just leaving it up to other people, you're not in control of your life. You're not in control of yourself. You're not in control of your mind. You're not in control of your, your emotions. But if you can actually start to understand that when you master your emotions, no matter what somebody says to you, you won't respond to it no matter how bad it is. You'll be able to keep your calm, cool composure. It's not saying that I'm going to uh, be absent of this world. Oh my gosh, whatever somebody says, I'm just going to act like they don't say it. No, it's saying I'm going to listen to what they say and I'm going to be so in control of myself that no matter what somebody does or says to me, I'm going to keep my calm. My inner peace will not be disturbed by anybody else. So what are both of those quotes showing you? That you are the gatekeeper to your freedom. You are the gatekeeper to your freedom. You are the only one that's in control. And you cannot give control to someone else. What they say and what they do. You can't. There is no way. But we act like, oh, well, you know, you see somebody and they're like, why are you acting like that? Why are you so mad? Oh, well, I'm so mad because she did this. No, you're not. You're not mad because of the event. You're mad because of your response to the event. There is no one that can change the way that you think, the way that you feel, the way that you act. You do. So stop giving your power away. And it's like, when you really start to think about it, you really start to go, man, yeah, I am the one that's in control. There's another really good quote that Viktor Frankl says. He says, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. And this is, let me take a step out of his quote. This is from someone who saw everyone's freedoms completely taken away from them, right? So he says, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. So you can take everything from somebody. But the last thing that you have, the last freedom that you really have is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose who you're going to be, how you're going to act, how you're going to be as a person. But once again, the words only hurt to the degree that we already believe them. So what do we need to do? We need to notice our triggers. When someone triggers us, it's not fun. You feel it. But then you take a step back after being triggered and you say, okay, what just happened? Why did I get triggered? What what was was the situation that just happened there? Because we need to release our attachments to these triggers. We need to release our beliefs to what somebody says to us. Because you do want to be free, right? I want to be free. Humans want to be free more than they want anything else. That's one thing that I do believe more than anything else. Humans want to be free more than they want anything else. We want freedom. Try to tell a two-year-old that they can't do something. How do they react? They want to be free. That's why I think a lot of people want to make money. They think that they want money. They don't want money. They want what they think money will give them, which is freedom. Freedom to do what they want when they want with who they want, right? We think we want the money, but we just want the freedom. We want what comes with the money is more than anything else. But more than anything else, we want freedom. Besides freedom to do what we want when we want who we, with who we want, we want freedom in our minds. That's what we really want. Imagine if your mind was just, just beautiful, peaceful, calm place, no matter what happened. It was just beautiful. Wouldn't that be nice? Shouldn't we all be trying to search for that, to try to build that, to let go of the things that are causing the disturbances so that therefore we can have a calm mind? That's why you're here. That's why you've gone through the things you've gone through in your life is so you can figure out who you're not to rediscover who you truly are. That's why you're listening to this. So do you want to be triggered? Not necessarily. But what do you do next time that you are triggered? Because I promise you it will happen again. Here's what you do. You punch the other person in the face. No, I'm just kidding. You don't do that. What you do is you make a mental note of being triggered. And then you journal through it. What was it that happened? And what did that person shine a light on in myself? That person said, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and they made me realize, oh my God, that's actually what I believe in myself. They said that I'm ugly in some sort of way. Or they talked down to me. That talked down to me and made me triggered. Why? Because I don't feel like I'm actually smart enough. And so that brought up a childhood wound from when I was 11 years old and the kids in class called me stupid because I spelt couch incorrectly in a spelling bee right? Maybe that's what it is. Oh, shit. That's not their fault. It's me. I'm still holding on to an 11-year-old spelling bee. It's not that person's fault that they said to me. okay. I see. You start to identify yourself more. You start to be able to let go of these things. And as you start to let go of these things, you become more free. Ultimately, that's what we're searching for. So next time you're triggered, what do you do? Write it down, question yourself about it, and try to see where it came from and how you can become free of it.
0: Well, that's all I had for you today. I hope this message from Rob helps you better understand why certain words may have power over you, how to minimize that, and how your words may affect others, both positively and negatively. If you want to hear more from Rob Dial, I'll leave his contact links in the show notes. Well, that's all I had for you today. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate your support, and I hope you have a great week. I can always be reached at www.rickselover.com where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more.